You are now tuned into the Off the Porch Podcast with the podcast point guard Derek Lamont. Coming off them screens, hitting them three, giving you that information that you need. Coming back out, coming off that screen, hitting that back door, leading you to that information as only I can. What's going on, family? What's going on? We back here again off the porch rocking. Crazy week for me. Emotional week for me. Got me in all types of feelings. Got me feeling all types of ways. Got me just sitting here. Get them out of here. Like, that's not how I feel, but hey. We, we, we got to. We got to. We got to pay homage. Pay homage to the great. The great. The great. The great, the great, the great, the great, the great, white chocolate, white chocolate, Christian McCaffrey, had me in my feelings all day. Oh, poor baby. Thank you. I'm just saying right now, I don't know how to feel about the Panthers organization. I don't know if we're moving into a winning winning situation or if we're just falling back into a wet fart. I'm just, I, I really don't know at this present moment, but we're going to break it down. We're on to unpack it. We, it. It's a horrible time right now. I know that it was necessary. We're going we gonna to roll out with this thing. I don't know the first thing when I thought about the whole idea of Christian McCaffrey being gone. It was like, in theory, it sounded like it could work, but I just didn't feel like they would. And like now, story time with D. I was at work, and all of a sudden, something had just hit me. And in my spirit... In my spirit, absolutely in my spirit, this started going off. It just started going off. It just started going off. And then I realized that possibly an epic fail had happened. Most awesomest fail ever. So let's talk about it. But before we even get into it, let's get to them real hitters. Them people, you people, the Off the Porch family, the cats that I love. I'm telling you right now. Y'all cats are my money, listening to me. And every time I can get a chance, I'm jonesing to get on here because I get to vent to y'all. I get to share my feelings. I get to maybe spark some kind of thought or even educate in some form or fashion. But it is true. On today, the Carolina Panthers have now blown it up, people. They have blown up this whole situation. We lost a dog today, a real dog. The dude, the only dude that was out there dogging. He was the only dude out there dogging. Let me say, he was the only dude out there dogging for us this year. I mean, it. I had so many thoughts as soon as I saw my homeboy. And I said, I know. But before we get any further and get any deeper into this, shout out to the People's Choice Podcast. Dope dude. Like when I say that that man is dope, he is dope. He's got an interesting guest. He has such a humble spirit. He was built in this lane of podcasting. He is that dude when it comes to podcasting. I've been dealing with him before day one. He's always been great. I can never say anything bad about him. But he knows what he's doing. And he brings on people that have done some of the most incredible things and have overcome some of the most incredible things that he promotes inspiration. So, if you're looking for a good listen, a good view, an object, uh, a very unobjective perspective, somewhere where you, you can be fed, laugh, and have a bevy of emotions, check out that People's Choice podcast, man. Check it out. I mean, that guy there is special. I ain't just saying it because it's my homie. People's Choice podcast. Very awesome um, podcast. Matter of fact, let's give some love to him. <laughs> to the People's Choice Podcast. 
Very dope dude. We got the rebirth of our, uh, Rob Mesh. You can catch him on IG. He's got um clothing um coming out. Not the movement. Really excited about that young man. And if y'all out there trying to quench your thirst for good rap music for your palate, check out A1 Roberta son. He got that fire. He got that heat. He's slinging them things out there. He giving it to him. He giving it to him. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Some fans think we probably should flush this season down the toilet. I'm pretty sure you want to flush it down the toilet. Some fans want to flush this thing down the toilet. One more time. These fans want to flush this thing down the toilet. You know what I got to say to that? Get off the ship. Shout out to Big D Danielle Bateman. Shout out to everybody in the Off the Porch family. We're not just going to be talking Carolina Panthers, but that's going to be the first segment, and that's the hottest news. And that's what's heavy on my mind. It's got me really out here just feeling all certain type of ways. If you, if you, if you're living under a rock, let me just rewind for you. Christian McCaffrey has been traded from the Carolina Panthers. Christian McCaffrey has been traded from the Carolina Panthers. I was upset about it. I I was just say that much. But shout out to all of y'all. We about to get into it. If nobody's told you that they love you today, if nobody's told you that you value, if nobody's told you that you matter, I love you. You valued. You matter. We'll be right back. Off the porch, baby. You're back with the Off the Porch Podcast, baby. Podcast point guard, Derek Lamont. Like we was already talking about, Christian McCaffrey traded from the Carolina Panthers to the daggone San Francisco 49ers. interesting day it's an interesting day so we're just gonna start we're gonna backtrack we're gonna get to present day we're gonna talk future we're gonna talk the backlash we're just gonna talk it all we're gonna unpack it we're gonna give it to you in the way that only i can i mean it i i i'm just at a loss for words i just keep saying that uh, it, just for the Panthers, like right now, we are the laughing stock of the NFL. Anybody that's coming into the stadium, all they are saying is that's what they're saying. They know it right now. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are loading them guns. They are loading them, and they are ready. They are ready to blow it down on us right now. Tom Brady probably ain't even practice this week. He probably said we didn't even need. They didn't need the practice. So basically, let's let's just take it to the timeline. Coming into this year, Matt Rule was on the hottest of seats of any coach probably in professional sports. We're just going to be real about it. He had to make something happen. He had to get something clapping. He needed something to go down. He needed somebody to save him. They looked at Sam Darnold last year. My thing with Sam Darnold, you put him in the wrong situation, maybe just a little too early last year. And when I say that, you gave him the bag. 
you gave him the extension. You pretty much gave the appearance that you believed that this man was your franchise quarterback. Sam Donald came out with white chocolate Christian McCaffrey and them first three games of the season, 3-0. Christian McCaffrey goes down. Sam starts seeing ghosts again. Sam don't know how to feel no more. Sam was a shell of himself. CMC made other players better. So then the Sam experiment did not work. All right. We can admit it to Sam. The Sam experiment didn't work. So they threw him to the back. And now we bring in Baker Mayfield. And I don't mean no disrespect by doing that, but so far, all it has been is flush, just flushing and flushing down the toilet. Baker Mayfield play deserves to be in the toilet. Baker Mayfield's game should have been flushed down the toilet. Then he gets injured. He couldn't even produce. He couldn't even produce. He couldn't even dag on produce with a healthy Christian McCaffrey. Sam Donald went 3-0 with a healthy Christian McCaffrey. Baker Mayfield won one game with a healthy Christian McCaffrey. Sam Donald was on a three-game winning streak with a healthy Christian McCaffrey. Baker Mayfield won one game with Christian McCaffrey. Let that sit and resonate in your spirit for a second. Baker Mayfield was possibly supposed to be the franchise quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. Supposed to be y'all football savior. I saw you on the Panther fan groups. Oh, happy days was here again. Not all of you, but some of you. Some of you. That was your hopes and dreams as soon as Baker Mayfield stepped out on the field. Baker Mayfield had nine passes batted down by the defensive line. I say Baker Mayfield had nine passes blotted unblocked by the defensive line in one game. That was his game. We're not going to harp on Baker and and Sam. So we went into the year, got behind early against Cleveland, and Baker had a great little comeback in the fourth for us to still lose. But the fan base was refreshed. The fan base saw the future. They thought that the future looked bright. I already saw then that the offense looked no different than it did last year or the year before that. The reason why my emotions are so mixed for the great CMC, White Chocolate, he came to this franchise, young, ready, great college career, great college career. The man had a thousand yard rushing, thousand yard receiving season as a member of the Carolina Panthers, same season. He tackled a record out of all the years in the NFL that only Roger Craig, Marshall Falk, two Hall of Famers. Christian McCaffrey broke a, is only sitting in the record books as far as with receiving and rushing yards and being elusive in one season only of the comparison and in the company of Roger Craig 
and Marshall Falk. I said Roger Craig and Marshall Falk. Special. Now, there was a lot of detractors last night. And they were listening. And they were calling in the shows. And I don't know if it was more for the reason because... More of the reason because now he's no longer a Panther. That possibly they don't have to care anything. What he did before didn't matter. To that, you wasn't a fan. I called in to the Panther Uncensored podcast last night. Shout out to Big Cat. I love it because he he will give me an opportunity to get my reps on his show. Also give my opinion. But Big Cat has a member on his gift. And he had the unmitigated audacity to want to come out his mouth and say he hoped that Christian McCaffrey gets hurt. Yeah, he said he hoped the man get hurt. Like, he ain't a panther no more. He don't care what the dude do. (laughs) Sir, I'm not going to say your name. I'm not out here to start beefs. But, sir, you showed to us that you are absolute trash. We are fans. I make the statement all the time about fans being short for fanatics. But when we get out here now and start wishing harm to another man just because he's no longer part of our franchise, especially a dude who had no problem being a part of this laughing stock that we have become. Dude. Yes, we are a laughing stock. Dude. We are a laughing stock. We are horrible. We are now. We are now blowing it up. To make it right again. Sometimes you got to burn it all down and let it regrow. And so that's where we're going with this. Early in the week, Robbie Anderson was traded. I do feel they were going to do it anyway. But that whole little fallout with the wide receivers coach, I feel like that was all to do about nothing. Absolutely nothing. And Robbie had to fall on a sword that he didn't deserve to have to fall on. And I wish him nothing but success. Nothing but the utmost success in Arizona. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you, Robbie. So Christian is now being traded to the San Francisco 49ers. Christian's being traded to the San Francisco 49ers. For a second round pick. For a third round pick. A fourth round pick and a fifth round pick next year. The only reason why I have gas about that is even though he's a running back and most people don't give first like first round picks for a running back, especially at 26 years old. This dude is a dog. An absolute dog. He is a dog. I'm not mad about the compensation. The compensation does not bother me as much as it might would seem that it does. It really doesn't. The compensation doesn't bother me like you would think that it do. The compensation doesn't bother me like you think it would. And the reason why did I say that is for the simple fact that since you're burning this thing to the ground, you only have four picks going into the next draft. A first, a second, if I'm not mistaken, a fourth or a fifth or a fourth and a seventh, something of that nature. For Robbie, you got a sixth and a seventh round. So that added you two more picks. Even though that's day three picks, sometimes you can get a, you know, 
a diamond in the rough or at least the guy that can fill in you never know and then at the end of the day if he doesn't pan out usually what the contract scale for a sixth or seventh rounder does not hurt your salary cap or like really took a big loss it's more of a low risk possible high reward and still low risk possible low reward situation i just felt that with robbie we could have got a little bit more back but robbie is not an elite receiver robbie is not a great receiver robbie is a good receiver and because carolina was already ready to transact business elsewhere as far as getting Robbie out the way is Robbie was a Matt Rule guy Robbie went to college for Matt Rule Matt Matt Rule has known this man probably since he was 17 18 years old that's why Robbie was so strong to defend Robbie's a loyal guy Robbie comes from circumstances where loyalty is everything And I applaud that. That outburst that Robbie had on that sideline was pure nothing but frustration because of one, how they were the game plan and the strategy against such a good defense that it was so basic and bare bones that even if he was a great receiver, the play call was not anywhere where he was going to have the ability to do anything in the game. And then they kept it close. And on a third down, they took him out. He questioned it. We don't know what the um, wide receiver coach Daly said to him. I still feel that both of them would be at fault. The only thing that I fought Robbie for is maybe we could have handled it another way. But with the clown show that we got going on at this very moment in Charlotte, North Carolina, the frustrations overflowed. When initially I saw it, I was like, he's having a kindergarten Antonio Brown breakdown moment. But then after I sat and I thought about it and I looked and I listened to him on the press conference and so forth, I want a guy like Robbie Anderson on my team. He cares. That's what we need. We don't have enough of people that care. A front office that cares. A front office that cares. A front office that cares. Right now, my imaginary gun is pointed at Bank of America Stadium. I said it. All of this could have been prevented. All of it could be presented. Prevented. All of it could have been prevented, people. It could have been prevented. It could have been prevented. Prevented. Most awesome fail ever. Damn. That's why the bugles are playing today. The 49ers came out good. The Panthers came out good. Christian McCaffrey came out even better. Christian now gets to take that talent that he still has to a contender. Christian gets to go home. Bay Area went to school in Stanford. Win-win for Christian. Wish Christian the best on that avenue. He has a quarterback. He's got Debo Samuel. Joey Bosa's going to get healthy. They got one of the arguably best middle linebackers in football. Arguably one of the better defenses in the NFL. San Francisco will be a favorite as the season goes on. I put money on that. They will be a contender because now they've just added another dog to the whole equation. They just added a whole nother dog. It's been a long story of Carolina history that Whatever works for us that's good on the offensive end, we try to run it down or we overmanage it and we don't get the full benefits. Agent 89, personal. QB1, ran him to the ground without giving him an adequate offensive line till he was no longer 
rather effective. You had people putting bounties on that man and they never ever thought that maybe we should bolster that line, get some mean hog mollies down there. So doggone, maybe we could preserve him a little longer that maybe we would have got back to another daggum Super Bowl. All you had to do. We had an adequate defense. I say we had an adequate defense. We had receivers. We had running backs. No O-line. No O-line to be found anywhere. Damn. Tell me about it. Then we get young Christian and Christian showing all that potential and doing his thug thizzle. So what do we do? Instead of just adding on, getting that line even better and making all that razzle-dazzle just go off where we dropping bombs just everywhere. We just don't do nothing and run, run them to death. And then we sitting there, then when we sitting here, why is Christian hurt? Don't nobody know why Christian hurt. That's all you hearing. That's all you're hearing, people. Congratulations. You killed our franchise. You gave picks away for Sam Donald. You gave picks away for Baker Mayfield. You gave picks to C.J. Henderson, who has given up 81% catches on the targets that's to the receiver that he's on. You gave up draft capital for a dude who couldn't guard my baby nephew out there on the field. 81% sounds unheard of. I've never heard nobody giving up 81% of the targets of the receiver that they are guarding. But you want us to believe. You want us to believe and you want us to believe. What is it exactly you want us to believe in? That's all I'm asking. What is it that you want us to believe in? I don't have the necessary and required faith in this organization to even say that this is going to come out in the way that I want, but also in the same breath, I will be honest with you, we went 1-15. We drafted Cam with the number one pick in the draft. The 49ers came out good just for the simple fact that one they owned the rights to the second round pick of the um, L.A. Rams. They were, they um, owned the rights to the third round pick of the L.A. Rams. And I think they gave up their fourth rounder. But see, because when Robert Sala, who was now the coach of the New York Jets, and um, he was defensive coordinator for the 49ers, and he got hired, there's a compensatory program for a team when a minority gets hired from a position to another team and he's promoted to a higher position than what he's already already has for you allowing him to leave and seek a better opportunity and be rewarded with a better opportunity you're rewarded with usually a it's usually a third round compensatory pick so for them to give a third rounder to the Carolina Panthers didn't hurt them to give them a second rounder didn't hurt them. They couldn't give up a first rounder just on the simple grounds that a first round, they just didn't have a first round pick when they went to trade up to get Trey Lance. So they didn't have the first round pick. A lot of people are furious that we didn't get a first round pick, but to be quite honest with you, really in the market of the teams that were calling and inquiring for Christian McCaffrey, they either didn't have a first round pick or their draft capital was already limited to a degree. And the only reason why 
I wanted a first round pick because I do understand that you don't really give up first round picks to a running back, especially one that's had two injury field seasons. But the reason why is because from what I'm understanding, Carolina is going to have to inherit some dead salary cap space and the 49ers were only going to have to pay $1 million for Christian McCaffrey because we restructured his contract last year. Well, this season. So he was only on the books for us as a cap hit of $1 million. Now, next year will be $11 million. That's where now we start to find where the motivations for Carolina was. The motivation is, is one, you can get some picks to start retooling. And if you make the right picks, start really building to the future of this franchise. Two, start freeing up some salary cap so you can actually try to bring some free agents in. Because you got to think about it. If they're going to try to go get a high profile coach or a coach that is at least going to be competent enough to turn this thing around, especially on the offensive end of the ball, then we have, you know, we got to make it attractive for someone of a caliber to come. And basically when I say that is, in one point you'd be like, well, who wouldn't want to coach Christian McCaffrey? But the thing is, we only had four picks coming into this next season. A first rounder, a second rounder, and then you're talking like late day two, late day three. That's not adequate enough to feel. And your salary cap is pretty strapped anyway already. So it was really going to be hard to try to fill any holes. And really, I don't care how great a coach you is, if you don't have the remote amount of flexibility to plug in and remove what you need, to be successful then there's a great chance that you're not going to be successful a point that i made last night on the keep pounding podcast is we've got to get out of our mind well not to keep pounding podcast but um panther panthers uncensored excuse me the main point that i'm trying to make with that is that no player stays in the same team anymore from draft to their exit tom brady didn't even go and you y'all call him your goat um, yes, Aaron Rodgers has been there, but like how many times has he threatened to retire and trade and so forth? This isn't the 80s, 90s, 70s where guys were lifers. And that's part of the problem to a degree. But when we start talking about the money and salary cap and so forth, it's almost unrealistic whatsoever to even think that possibly you could pull that off. You're not going to get as many statues out the stadium, outside the stadiums but just key players unless just in that tenure that they were there they were just absolutely awesome you're gonna have to be epic and when you don't have any salary cap space and you don't have draft picks and you've made bad moves and you've had to fire the coach and you brought the interim coach in and you're having to clean the house before you even get to the off season yeah it's gonna get a little ugly but in this necessary, it's going to have to get ugly before it can get better. It's just facts. It's just facts. It's time to wake up. We got to wake up. We have got to wake up, I'm telling you. But I still believe in my franchise, even though we are now the Jets. We are now the Jets. We are absolutely now the Jets. We are now the Jets. You know what? We ain't even the Jets. The Jets are successful now. The Jets are starting to figure some things out. They have gotten better than they were last year. We are the laughing stock of the NFL. We are the laughing stock of the NFL. We are the laughing stock of the NFL. So I go, I know you go D. Where do we go from here? Necessarily, I don't know. Because we we gotta get to the we gotta get through this season, which the only thing I ask is that they do play hard and stay competitive. I do believe they're tanking. I don't believe in tanking. So like I said, I just want them to be competitive. I know they're not going to win a lot of games. I don't think the Christian is the last to go as of right now before the season's over with. There's two more weeks for the trade deadline. 
There's rumors of Shaq, uh, Shaq Thompson. There was rumors of DJ Moore. Green Bay was inquiring last night after Christian McCaffrey was traded about DJ Moore. But Carolina feels that DJ Moore will be a foundational piece at 25 years old right now, wide receiver. And even when you go to a rebuild, you want to keep a couple of guys of talent and veteranship on your team. I'm hoping that some of those young defensive guys like Derek Brown, Jeremy Chen, and Brian Burns don't go on the market, but you never know. You can never really know in this this state of the NFL, but I wish them all the best of luck. Carolina, make the right decisions. Make the right decisions. Make the right decisions. Make the right decisions. Decision. That's it with the Carolina Panthers. When we get back, we're going to be talking some more sports. This is the Off the Porch Podcast. Let's go. We back. We are back, people. Still talking Christian. Still talking Carolina Panthers. Still talking embarrassment. Still sitting back just wondering. But on a day that I can vent about something like losing a family member when you are such a fan of your team, I just wanna I just wanna say thank you, white chocolate. Christian, you were a great Carolina Panther. We salute you, White Chocolate. Thank you for your service. But now it's time to get to the future. It's time for us to look forward. It's time for us to just block all this other stuff out of our mind and figure out where as a franchise we are going. This segment here, now I said we was going to talk more than Christian McCaffrey, but I'm just going to drop another episode later with everything else sports because this is where I'm at right now. My focus is really not on the other things at this present moment, but the next episode we are going to be talking about are the Lakers in trouble. Are the Philadelphia Sixers, 76ers, are they in trouble? Damn! Are the New Orleans Pelicans about to load them clips and about to let off on the whole league? Okay, Zayandre loaded! We gonna get to that in the next episode that will come out later this evening. But Christian, we want to thank you, man. You kept us relevant in years that we shouldn't have not been relevant. You made the epic fails that we had as an organization not seem so epic. Most fail ever. Christian, even when our offense was trash and teams just looked at us as a free meal. O-M-G. Give me my money. Teams could not sleep on us. You were a weapon. You were a weapon of mass destruction. Weapon of mass destruction. Oh, poor baby. Yeah, thank you, sweetie. Thank you. One more time. Oh, poor baby. Shut up. Quit feeling sorry for me. Quit feeling sorry for me. (laughs) 
You was TNT. You was a nuke that we had ready. We didn't build the proper army to align with you to go to war for us. But CMC, you will be a Hall of Famer. You're going to have a better chance of getting to the Super Bowl. Even though I knew this was necessary, I feel like there were other avenues with Christian McCaffrey or another team. We're going to have to deal with Christian McCaffrey. Now, even as we rebuild, do you not think next year, the way these schedulers like to schedule, that we're not going to have to deal with the San Francisco 49ers? You build, you big dummy. And the reason why I say that is, is because every time Christian plays against us, every time he plays against us, all you're going to be able to do is sit and look at the screen. Dude, dude, dude. I know. I really do. But Christian, you was a solid dude to the community. You cared about the children. You were an example to young men and your colleagues on how to be a professional. You never got too big-headed. You kept your head down and you moved forward. And that, the way you played, you showed that 100% effort. It is our fault that we ran you into the ground. And you was a real dog. A true dog. But at the end of the day, Christian, we want to thank you for your service. And just want to thank you for everything you've done. I hope you get a Super Bowl. But the rebuild is here. We should have been here a lot earlier. You failed, you big dummy. David Tupper, every time I talk about you. You failed, you, failed, you big dummy. All the decisions you made. That was the decisions you made. We wasted CMC. Fatality. And now it's all blown up. So Christian, I wish you nothing but the best. Panthers will not be the same. Panther fans, it's time for you to stand on that sword. Give me liberty or give me death because it's going to be a very hard time the rest of this year. And then they're going to hire a coach and then they're going to try to fill in some of these players with these draft picks. But it's not going to be instant oatmeal, people. You're going to have to stand on that sword. Give me liberty or give me death. That's where we're at at this present moment. We are the joke of the NFL. We are the joke of the NFL. And the league, all they doing is loading up their guns, letting off. O-M-G. That's where we're at. We've had a lot of greats come through Carolina. Sam Mills, the originator of Keep Pounding. We've had Stephen Davis, Deshaun Foster, D'Angelo Williams, Jonathan Stewart, Steve Smith, Julius Peppers, Mike Menner, Chris Jenkins, Luke Keekley. A lot of greats have came to Carolina and we have not been able in any form or fashion to translate that into a Super Bowl for this state and for this city. It has been a horror film. It has been a controversy controversy documentary. That's how I feel about it. I feel like there should be a warning label before you watch the Carolina Panthers Viewer discretion play. is advised. Viewer discretion is advised. Viewer discretion should be advised for the rest of this season. Just for the simple fact, teams are about to try to slaughter us. They are really going to see if we have 
what it takes. They're going to really see if we're going to fight or we're going to lay down. And at this point, you better give me liberty or you better give me death. Give me liberty or give me death. You get paid too much to quit now, week seven or week eight. And if you encourage them cats to tank, it will be the most dumbest thing you ever done. Most awesomest fail ever. You failed, you big dummy. That's where we're going to be at. Tepper, you must learn from your mistakes. You've got to learn from your mistakes. We're having to burn it all down. We're having to tear it all down. We're having to blow it back up to rebuild it. Make it count. That's what Brian Burns is saying right now. You're taking everything away from him. You're giving them bum quarterbacks. You're taking away the running back. You're getting rid of receivers. You're loading up on draft picks. He's one of the dopest dudes in the NFL on the defensive line. And the only thing he's going to be telling you is, Jerry Maguire, give me my money. Show me the money. Or he's gonna, or they, or they could just be cheap and stupid and tell them to get out of here. That's what it sounds like. That's what it feels like. That's just what it is. The Panthers will finish bottom in the NFC South. They have a 48% chance right now to have the number one pick in the draft, which means that would be the worst record. So there's a 48% chance that we will have the worst record in the league. We have an 84% chance of having a top five pick. And you're going to tell me that we're not the joke of the NFL? But I'm not just going to keep harping on the negative. Today's a new day. We got to look into the future. But once again, this whole, this whole episode was to shout out and give homage to the great White Chocolate, Mr. CMC, Christian McCaffrey. I can speak for all Panther fans. We love you. We love you. We hope you nothing but the best. Scorch Earth, man. Scorch Earth. Scorch Earth. You will be missed. As far as who else will leave Carolina before the trade deadline in two weeks or at the end of the season, as far as via trade, only time will tell. The only thing that I feel that I can guarantee, Baker Mayfield will not be there next year. Sam Donald won't be there next year. I have my doubts that P.J. Walker will be there next year. We'll either be drafting C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Hendon Hooker, Caleb Williams, Will Levis. We're now going to finally do what we were supposed to do three years ago. And that's go out there and find a quarterback. But because we did not do it, it's a sad day in Panther Nation. We'll get through it together. We're going to keep fighting. It hurts. There's some people talking about they don't even want to be a Panther no more. I know they don't want to be a Panther, man. I really don't know. But that man was a real dog. He was a true dog. We're always going to respect him. We love him. And just to build it up for y'all, Christian McCaffrey will now solidify his greatness as a NFL great and Hall of Famer. Thank you, Sir Christian McCaffrey. This is the Off the Push Podcast. Podcast point guard Derek Lamont. Want to thank you for listening in. 
Shout out again to the Off the Porch family, People's Choice Podcast. Check him out everywhere that you stream your podcast. Dope dude. If you're looking for some rap music to quench your thirst and your palate, check out A1 Roberta Son. You can find them on Spotify. Um, all the streaming platforms that you digest music. Shout out to Ambitions, Danielle Bateman. Mario Raider Nation Vivas. Florida Maldonado. Big Ant. That's how I feel, but y'all make me feel great. Y'all make me feel great. Shout out to the Off the Porch family. Shout out to the All Support family. And if nobody told you that they love you, that you that you're valued, or that you matter, I love you. You valued. You matter. We jumping off the porch, baby. And if there's anything in your life holding you back, intimidating you, and you just want to try it, today is no other day to jump off the porch. We'll be back with y'all soon.